Do you, want, do you want to shut the door and stop talking? Oh, I'm sorry. I have to stop the, stop the door, shut the door and stop talking. Right, now pop your top off. I'm not going to pop my top off, you giant. Giant. <laughs> Giant's good enough. Little think... boy. Don't you think after a number of years that Twitter should stop recommending new people to follow? I... Like, I've, I've, I've pretty much, like, people will pop up from time to time that I follow, but I don't need recommendations from Twitter after seven or eight years. It's, I've clearly reached... You're going to sat- be up there, that's really weird, I feel really no, intimidated. I've clearly reached saturation point in terms of the amount mm. of people I can follow, Yeah. I guess, I suppose. Mm-hmm. Well, no, I'm just, I'm trying to, like, match volumes for you on the... Um, All right, fair enough. We're in James's bedroom again. I, there's a, what like... What could you... There's a Star Warsy things there behind yeah. the amp. Sorry, they're trousers. I don't know what they're doing down there. The um, I expect my daughter had something to do with it. I don't know what your day at work was like. Uh, it was short because I finished work at midday. I um, I think that when you only have a limited amount of sick days that you're allowed before things start getting troublesome yeah and when you work in a place where the bosses don't send you Mm. home if you're clearly like unwell with a cold maybe people shouldn't shame you for having a fucking cold you got a cold a bit of a cold sorry if i've got a bit of a cold coming to the podcast with a cold because now i might get a cold well you should have sent me home our entire house has had a cold you're presupposing that i'm the boss in this house well, you're the... So I'm not the one responsible for sending you home. That's probably Nicola. I am... Um, I try to be uh, as... Um, I try to be as progressive as possible when it comes to uh, gender identity and roles and stuff like that. But I have found that I've taken to referring to you as my podcast spouse. Yeah, that's fine. And a couple of times, I've maybe t- I've maybe taken this gag out uh, for a, a play twice, and I think maybe I'm already discontinuing it. I did, I did, I have found myself saying a couple of times, but who's the wife and who's the husband tends to change depending on the circumstances. Mm. And then I realised afterwards that's a really normative, old-fashioned how, way of looking it, at it. What how, was I getting at, really? It, well, it's how bigots like to talk about lesbian relationships, isn't it? Yeah, who's yeah. the wife and who's the husband? Yeah. I imagine it happens yeah. in gay relationships too. You specified lesbians. Yeah, because that's the sort of thing that bigoted people say about lesbians. Immediately, no one says that about, about gay men. men. No, no one says that about gay men. Because they never, they never really no, I'm back settle tra- down anyway, do they? I'm backtracking and trying to work out why it was lesbians I um I picked there and not lesbians gay have to be uh, have to be a, a bride and a groom. Uh, but gay men don't really get married because they're too busy sexing it up all the time. Well, that's it. They've got grinder, haven't they? So none, yeah. of, no, none of them settle down. Probably, no one's wanting to do a wedding. Apparently, what's the straight version of grinder? Why do they get everything? Uh, Tinder. When's it's, International it's, Straight Men's it's, Day? It's Tinder. I, I think that's every day. <laughs> I think you might be right. Yeah. But yeah, so I can't help sniffling, and I'm sorry. And the reason we didn't have a show last week is because I didn't get it together to have a show. I've been feeling very unwell and under the weather, and there's all sorts of other stuff um, 
that just life gets in the way, doesn't it, James? I had a lovely birthday. Thank you for asking. Um, was it your birthday? Yeah, but I know that's not true, though. You <laughs> no, had a mostly lovely birthday. It, it was. Um, Everyone uh, that, that's nice in your life did nice things for you, except me. Yeah, that's true. I had um, yeah, I had a nice time apart from really ugly bit, um, that that's caused a schism in my family. How late is too late to to wish your mother a happy Mother's Day? I think uh, today is too late. Cause unless you're doing it early for next year, did you not wish your mum Happy Mother's Day? I uh... the very least you could do, the very very least, is send a text. I mean, that is literally the least you could do. I'm being a bit performative there. I wish I hadn't texted her till just now because that would have made yeah. that all yeah. uh, better. But actually, I didn't text her till lunchtime today. And I had that exact same conversation with people at work. But yeah. I wish I'd had it with you because it would have yeah. been better. Conversations with you are just better. Yeah. And I was going to fake it out there. Yeah. But I but I realised that I couldn't lie to you. But it's fine. Lunchtime today was also too late. So Yeah. Well, that's, I mean, that's... As Medically, I think it works. I should have just, <laughs> I should have just rolled with it. You could, you could have quite easily. And come clean and to how, after. How, how's she been about uh, not being wished Happy Mother's Day? It's all right. I think she knows. I think she knows the drill by now. Because you two have at best, a, would you say, a strange relationship? Well, I mean, no family's perfect. Because, yeah. um, but no, but it's definitely things, things like that will really help to mend bridges. Being a day late. For Mother's oh well, Day. no, it's fine. The way it works is. Oh, it's nice to uh, extend that olive branch. Our, I'm not being racist. <laughs> that's just what people so, say. You know, no. Not just because of your skin. Um, our Basically, the way it works with my uh, family is since I was a teenager, my sisters mm. were younger and my parents were whatever age they were relative to yeah. us. Uh, they remain the same age relative to us mm-hmm. now. Um, but I can't remember what that is. Uh, 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 basically, the bridges were set fire to... Yeah, back then at some point. Yeah. Um, but can you uh, remember where the pain began? And they've been on fire ever since. Yeah. But we all worked out. We all basically developed an immunity to fire. So the fire still mm. rages, but, but now we're just immune to it. But from time to time, you like the pour on the occasional oil drum, like say for example, texting your mum. A day late for Mother's Day, or it was neg- I mean, it's neglectful. I wouldn't. I wouldn't say that's pouring. It's not pouring an oil drum on. It's forgetting it was your job not to let the 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 fuel truck drive across yeah, the bridge. Yeah, no, that works. Yeah. But um, <laughs> but I mean, she's like. I, I did have that moment where I thought, at this point, is it too like? Is it worse to send her yeah. a message like a day late? I but, hope, um, I hope, but it's a made-up holiday. I hope when I get I hope when I get older and Scarlet forgets Father's Day, text me the day after. I hope I just text back, "Fuck off." I hope you're dead to me. <laughs> no, 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 just fuck off. <laughs> All right. The um, because someone wishing you like Happy Father's Day or Happy Mother's Day a day after the act is like a bit like someone wanting you to have sex immediately after you've just finished having sex. It's like, well, it's a nice idea, but no, fuck off. It's a made-up... It's just literally the Christians came over here. There were all these uh, pagan... Fucking Christians coming over here. There were all these pagan and holidays. Celtish holidays kind of around that time. Uh, there's a bunch of witchcrafty stuff going on. And the Christians went, well, how do we win the hearts and minds of these people? We could just eradicate their whole holidays. Mm. But 
but or we could just gazump their holidays and stick our own holidays over the top. And they've already got that day off because it's a bank holiday, so so it won't be that much of an effort to institute our own one. Who doesn't get enough credit? The mothers. The mothers don't get enough credit. Let's yeah. make it a Mother's Day. Yeah. That's all any of like Mother's Day, Father's Day, International Women's Day. On Tuesday. Uh, tomorrow. It's tomorrow. Black Nick. History Month. They get a whole month. Um, Christmas. They're all just yeah. made up holidays that the Christians imposed on the good English uh, people who probably lived in mud huts. And no, stuff like that. Not huts. Did they just mud? <laughs> they just lived they in dug mud. holes and set in they mud holes. They were here worshiping their weird, yeah. probably feminist, pagan yeah. gods, um, and the Christians came over and they were like, "No, they, they spend a whole they spend a whole month in February. <laughs> they spend a whole month in February doing something else that's approximately similar to uh, regarding Black History with some sort of reverence." We'll take it over with a Black History Month. Someone must have made the point before now. How comes Black History Month gets the shortest fucking month of the year? I don't. Well, some, <laughs> and sometimes it's, piss, sometimes it's shorter it? as well. Yeah, you can have a month, but only the really short one. I don't know. Fucking I don't think, hell. I don't think it's right. It's a bit rude. It's White History it Month, though. It is. Yeah, when, which, when was it? Every fucking year up until this moment. And probably into the future like for a little while. Hopefully, months. hopefully it'll remain until I die. Because as much as I like to um, espouse my uh, liberal left um, left of centre views of the world, I really hope I get to retain my privilege until I die. Because then otherwise I'm going to have to give it up. And what it seemed I, really... I just want to moan about it. You know what? You know what would seem really unfair? Yeah. What would seem really unfair is if... Like, all of the generations before us, mm. who were, like, racist, sexist, intolerant pricks, yeah, uh, relative to us, if they all got to just carry on with all that privilege, and then we came along, mm. and we're trying our hardest, yeah, we're trying our hardest, and then we get it all taken away, yeah. when all those racist, intolerant, sexist mm. pricks... yeah. They got to do whatever the hell they wanted, oh. with as much privilege as they wanted. That's why I like to watch Turn. And I look at, oh, those were the days. I'd have made a brilliant red coat, wandering around the globe, sticking my privilege where it wasn't wanted. Lovely. I, um, Downton Abbey just finished in America, and it finished over here a few months ago, but it just finished in America. And yeah. it's weird, because it's as if it just finished. On the internet, it's yeah. as if it just finished, yeah. and everyone's just talking about how it just finished. And I'm like, mm. but it it finished. Have I just gained a couple of months? No. And I didn't even realise to benefit from You've it. You've got to experience what it was like to be an American. Now there's some privilege getting, movie, getting movies a year before we used to. Oh, it was weird, wasn't it? <clears throat> it was. I don't, I don't think uh, we've kind of settled into this really gentle version of Derek and Clyde. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what's happened there. But what's that, going but on? Pete and Dud was the gentle version of Derek oh, yeah, and no, Clive. We've settled into a gentle version of Pete and Dud. Gritter fucking garbo. <laughs> um, have you ever noticed how the people who say, you can't say anything though. It's political correctness gone mad. You can't say yeah. anything. They're the ones who get the most offended when you say something they don't like. 
Have you noticed that they're the ones that are the biggest bastards? You can't say anything anymore. So what did you get your um your mum? What did you get her? A, a text. Here, I got you this arrangement of letters on a computer screen. Love you. Well, to be fair, I think she's using a burner phone, so it's like I oh, only right. I only even have her current phone number in my phone because yeah. she texted me about. P.S. Hope you're not cooking crack right now. No, my wife gave me her phone number because it was her birthday the other week. So mm. Amy reminded me that I had to text my mum, happy birthday. So I texted her, happy birthday. It was just mother's... D- it was just her day <clears throat> last yeah. week. How I'm many sure, days does this mother I'm want? Sure, I, I'm sure she felt really... I bet she had a lovely warm glow when she thought about all those years she nurtured her kids. To your sisters... What, like, like between <clears throat> when I was one and when I was yeah. about seven? When you're one and when you're about two and a half. When's Motherfucker's Day? That's yeah, what I want to know. Every day is Motherfucker's Day. Um, We're joking about my family. They've been relatively benign this last week. No, we it's went, good. We went to a christening and uh, my mum didn't drop either of my sons, which was really good. She gave, uh, she gave... Why was she holding them both at once? She gave Noah a bit too much cake. Uh, after I explicitly said don't give it... Do you know, that's a funny thing, though. Did you say explicitly? No, I just said explicitly. When talking about your mum? No. She... um, She was giving... uh, She was giving him a bunch of dessert because there was loads of... There was a buffet of dessert. Did you just say you want to kill your dad and fuck your mother? No. Oh, I'm sorry. sorry. That's... uh, But, so... And... She, I said, and there were like profiteroles and stuff like that. Mm. And I said, no, she had a, he had a couple of bits and we don't really give him chocolate or anything at home. So we were like, oh, that's, that's enough, mum. And I, I kind of took the bowl away from her and, um, and, and everything carried on and she mm. was still like looking at a book with him and she was being really, really good. Yes. And then she just kind of, there was still a bowl of, um, like a plate of, uh, uh, bits of sponge cake, quite sweet looking is that bits of sponge cake. Is that Greek sponge cake or normal sponge cake? No, it's kind of normal, but fingers of like it's cut into is that fingers and done? squares. I don't know. I think it was just this party. It's not a cultural thing. No, I don't think so. Because there <clears> were the well, maybe in one of those nineteen seventies, eighties, everyone sort of cultural things. All oh, right, okay. We we had the same sorts of parties that everyone really that seventies parties makes it sound like I'm talking about something else. I. I, I don't know. But anyway, so there was this plate of uh, sponge, um, and sponge is still quite sugary for children who don't have really sweet things. Sponge is mostly, it's flour, butter, and sugar. Yeah. Um, and he hadn't, they were just reading a book together, he hadn't asked for anything. Um, she wasn't really paying any attention to the cat, and I was just across the table with my other son holding him, and she just reached out, mm. picked up a little square of sponge, and tried to give it to my son. Brilliant. And I was like, I lit ten minutes ago I told you he doesn't need any more dessert. He wasn't asking, where does that instinct come from? That's what they do. That's they what that's feed. what they used to do in the olden days. Never did any of you heart and you lot any harm, you neurotic bastards. Let me feed you overfeed your kids and wipe their faces constantly while I'm doing it. <laughs> get away from me, son, you're neurotic. I don't know what's wrong with you. Let me get my hands on your son. Anyway, how was your birthday? Yeah, talking of Oedipus, um, I fell out horribly with my um, my mum's other half, which was in a kind of, oh, well, I'm never going to talk to you again kind of way. 
which was uh, which was a lot of fun and didn't completely ruin um, what should have been a lovely weekend. Was this before or after you got the PS4? Oh, it was after I got the PS4, so I got I got oh, to enjoy no. that clean. You got to enjoy it clean, but it didn't. You didn't get the PS4 to cheer you up afterwards. No, but I think me and me and Nicola made love. That was very nice. Oh, that is um, nice. It, it was. Um, doesn't happen very often, so it's memorable, and that's why I'm marking it here. Uh, and I'm here to tell you it was lovely. Okay. Um, no, we had. Was a, it in here? Yeah, we was in the room we're in now. Yeah, you probably okay. still smell it a bit. No, I've got a cold. Did you miss the bit at the beginning where I said I got shamed for having a cold? Do you not even listen back to this podcast? No, but I had a gag. I'd set myself up and I had a gag, and now I can't do the gag, and I feel a bit frustrated. Let's go back and start again. It's impossible now, and it wasn't even that good. It was one of those ones where I'd been pleased with myself for thinking it up on the spot. So wait, did you have the sex in, in here? Yeah, you can probably still smell it. What's my feed line? What am I supposed to say now? You you can say anything you like as long as it's quite short. Oh, really? Yeah, because I was farting uh, quite a lot while I was doing it. Oh. Now, that's not very funny. No, that's good. I'm it, sorry I it, s- it, stomped on that. It's not going to go in my tight five. No. <laughs> <laughs> so I keep talking about it. I actually do intend to write a tight five at some point. I've said, a, I've said it on the podcast before. I have got colleagues. I've had colleagues in the past who said, mm. you should do stand-up. And I really do think it's just because they want to see me fail and starve. Yeah. That's going in my type five. We could be like the Cram and Ovet of uh, comedy writing. Don't know who they are. No. Um so we went out for a we went out for a meal went out for a meal Friday night and uh-huh. um both sets of in laws were there, so um Nicola's parents and my my mother and her partner. As he shall be referred to from now on. Um Brian. Um, it's funny actually because my mum. It's quite a common name. I'm have have I mentioned it a bit before? My mum, my father was Brian. My mum had a partner um, a while after uh, my father died called Brian, and now she's with a man called Brian. And when she talks to me, instead of saying James, she always says Brian, Brian, James. Do you know that's very? That reminds me of an Otis Lee Crenshaw joke. Okay. Where he's got like a tattoo, he's got the name Brenda tattooed on his arm, and he's talking about all of his wives. He's been married mm. five times. He says, oh, "I've been married five times. Each time to a woman called Brenda." I uh, I don't think uh, I think you can read too much into that. I was just saying to my mother Brenda the other <laughs> day. <laughs> yeah, her dad was called John. Brian's so... quite and Brian's quite a similar name to Brenda. Maybe it's just one of those names. It People are drawn to it. Yeah, no, Mum's dad was called John. So. Oh. So no Oedipus there. I don't, can, I don't it's think it's not. It's Electra. It's yeah. an Electra complex when a lady does it. Yeah, from Daredevil. Yeah, from that. That's what it comes the, from in the series that's coming up. It is. I'm trying to catch up with that. Anyway. Oh, it's good. So I'm really. I'm enjoying it again. I really enjoy. Um, I forget the guy who plays Fisk, but I love his performance. He's a chubby man. Ah, uh, chubby. chubby. Roy Mac. Chubby Brown. Roy Chubby Cubby Broccoli. <laughs> Cubby Broccoli. Chubby Broccoli. Chubby Broccoli. <laughs> You had some chubby broccoli. I yeah. did. I had some. You fed me a cottage pie. Yeah, was it all right? Was it? Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to delay the inevitable because we're in an enclosed space, quite close to each other. Oh, I don't sh- want to win. Shepherd pie. For- well, I was having sex and farting my way through it the other night. No, so I can't just, smell it. I've yeah. got a cold. Oh, I mentioned it at the beginning of the episode. It's a really heady cocktail of smells. Uh, before you get into the meat of this story, <laughs> shall we? 
Uh, because I think this is a good time to mention that we now have a Patreon. Yes, we do, yeah. Uh, everything you've heard so far and everything you will hear from here on, yeah. uh, the second part of this story, this is what's called uh, like an ad break. Uh, you started telling the story. Are you fed up at going to the mattress store? What? Oh, man, I hate doing mattresses. Oh, mattress shopping I... is the worst. It is the worst. Only the other day I was saying to my wife, I can't believe... We have to go mattress shopping again because all of the intercourse we've had has ruined our mattress again. Yes. We've literally burnt through it with our fetid fluids. And they're so big when you have to get them home too. That's right. They're so big and you have to carry them like a big comedy pane of glass, um, like in a silent movie, and you hit men off bikes and uh, knock over old ladies. And it's a real, really frustrating. What I feel I need... Mm. is I have a thousand pounds of disposable money in my pocket. Me too! And I feel like I just want to give that money to someone across the internet and then send me a mattress. But that's never going to happen. Well, with Warby Parkers... (laughs) Hold on. Or see, no, they're the the shaving, they're the razor people. That's it. They send you uh, a mattress... Full of high quality razors from our German factory. Yes. And if you're not entirely uh, inviscerated, they give you your money back. Eviscerated. No, inviscerated. But the amazing thing is, with their patented uh, vacuum packing thing, Mm. they can get all of the razor blades and the mattress down to the size of a graze box. Yeah, that's right. Which will neatly fit through, well, wood, wood neatly. I mean, it'd neatly fit through your um uh the envelope the the thing a standard the letterbox, letterbox the standard letterbox mm. except that the way physics works it mm. still weighs as much as a mattress full of mm. razor blades so no one would be able to carry it even it's though dense, it's really tiny it's and they try and put it through the door and the door would just fall off yeah as i believe happened at this house recently that's what happened to this one we had to get a new a new door because they sent me a trial razor mattress so uh listener i know that uh it sounds like it would be lovely if we had mm. adverts on this podcast, if we were ad-supported, because mm. we're really good at doing a, a read. I believe they're called yeah. reads. I think um, we did very well. We, we stuck to the script. Yeah, but we haven't been able to get any sponsorship for some yeah. reason. No one wants to sponsor us. So what we've done is we've set up a Patreon. That's a better way of doing things. Yeah, we've set up a Patreon. I'm not going to explain Patreon to you, because you can find out. It's spelt P-A-T-R-E-O-N. But what it allows you to do is you find... Uh, little people like us who are doing creative things that you're interested in supporting just on a sort of a subscription-y basis yeah. and you can chuck them a few quid a month. That'd be not, we'd be grateful, wouldn't we? We would. I'd and we grateful. would, um, we have set one up. It's under the banner of uh, the other 10% now audio. Is, is that 10 number or do you spell the word 10? Well, in this instance, it's just T-O-T-P, which stands for Top, Top of, of the, the Pops. Pops. Pop pickers. Yeah. Well, and what we're doing on the site is uh, obviously because the BBC have taken the decision to whitewash history, our site will feature all of the Top of the Pops that feature Jimmy Savile. So yeah. it's all Savile, Top of the Pops website. 100% all the time. All Savile all the time. Now then, now then, how's about that? We're pretty brave. People say you can't say anything, can you? But yeah. I don't think that's true. I think you can say whatever the fuck you like as long as you're well, I did say like, what the privileged fuck I like. as fuck. Well, yeah, I just suggested that we'd set up a, uh, a website celebrating Britain's most notorious paedophile. I feel, that I'm, <laughs> I feel that I'm quite free. 
Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Patreon. So anyway, patreon.com forward slash TOTP. Um, you can uh, donate, I guess, donate or patronize. Patronize. As little or as much as you like. Uh, I think, actually, I think it starts at a dollar. I think people say as little as you like, but I think you can't pledge lower than a dollar. Who would I'm want sure. to pledge less than a less than a dollar really. but it's set up it's set up monthly and there aren't any rewards yet we haven't really come up with any but we might do uh, what's worth mentioning about this though is it's uh, set up because it seemed easier it's set up uh to support both this podcast and we have issues yeah. which is the other podcast that James and I do that's about comics um when we get to a certain uh certain point if we get to a certain point of people mm-hmm. pledging once a month uh, we the main aim, I think, is that we'll be able to give everyone involved with both of the podcasts mm-hmm. a little bit of money. And I, and I per guess, podcast. I guess that we'll start looking at branching out if we do. Yeah, Jane and I from the other ten percent have spoken about um, setting up a, tw- a Twitch account and do some live streaming and nattering over live streaming, which would be nice. Yes, maybe save those on a YouTube channel. Yes. There is a YouTube channel for uh, oh, yeah. for the other 10%. Yeah. The other 10% is the name of the site that houses We Have Issues. I'd always hoped that it would be a home for intelligent writing about comics and geeky stuff that wasn't necessarily just bitchy the whole time. Uh, I, no one does that. I, I'm the... incapable of finding. Yeah. Uh, anyway, so patreon.com forward slash TOTP. Top of the pops. Um, top of the pops. If don't, you want to don't search, us. don't search for that in the Patreon app. You will need to go to the site. Yeah, apparently it's not on the app. You don't like the Patreon app. I hate it. It's okay. so bad for discovery. It makes my teeth hurt. And if you've got any ideas of what we could do to make all that more attractive for you or other potential patrons, we're not complete prostitutes to anything that you want. But there wouldn't be anything wrong with that if we were. But we're not. But. I'll only do tops. That's all I'm saying. I'll only do bottoms. What are we talking about? Well, I think you've committed yourself now, so it doesn't matter. Okay. But anyway, uh, back to your scheduled programming. Hey, hello, welcome back. So, uh, you were talking... No, just... just that was a li- make it like it's cut right. out and that back was a, in. That was a little bit... Um, we have issues me as well, Yeah. Slightly You're not really like that on this show. No, I, my my persona's gone a bit, isn't it? So where um where were we? Oh yeah, was, your family's broken now. Yeah, I was having a we were having a lovely meal with uh, the in laws uh, at my favourite Indian restaurant. Okay, is that relevant to the story? I no, it is. No, it is. Tangentially, it is yeah. Yeah. Um, and we were having an enjoyable and lively debate. Nicola's parents, in particular, are exceptional. They are exceptionally good company, yeah. And they are happy to talk about a wide range of topics, and you know uh, they're happy to steer away from small talk and they talk about big, big subjects and big issues. And I was um, relaying the the my experience of listening to um, reports uh, on Radio Four uh, a week or so ago, which was about the the Jimmy Savile abuse inquiry. And one testimony in particular was from a guy who'd been a producer and who, the way he spoke was so odd, sort of, in so much as they said that, oh, we, we didn't we didn't pay too much attention to him having these young girls with him. We just wished him well and so forth. And, and you know, I didn't like young girls, but, you know, who hasn't been attracted to a 14-year-old? And, and 
really weird views and attitudes that I found really uncomfortable. So we were talking about that and then sort of talking how terrible that things, those sort of things are. And, and my mother's other half had chimed in and said he thought things were getting worse. And I think we broadly disagreed, most of us around the table, that actually um, in terms of awareness and safeguarding has got better since the 1970s and certainly we like to think we live in a society now where those attitudes couldn't prevail um, and let people fall into abuse, you know, but there's obviously still room for um, improvement. Uh, and then he, he decided to mention um, uh, what he called, what about our Asian friends who've been, uh, and he was talking about the, the, the abuse case that's Bra- been... Brown Asians. Brown Asians. Okay. Um, which comes quite preloaded with Brian, who has, on many occasions, been quite racist. I've actually had to ask him not to use certain language in my house before now. So it comes very loaded. Um, and so, you know, I, I I suggested to him that, although the issue was awful, it isn't, about, isn't a race issue, it's not about their ethnicity. I said, you know, would you, when talking about um, a, a group of white people that are involved in people trafficking, would you talk to them about it being a white problem? And explaining why I, I thought it was it was unhelpful um, using even minor racial epithets about them and so forth. And there was a little bit of toing and froing. And then um, he uh, decided to test my empathy for for the people who'd been through this and asked me on more than three occasions, basically, how would I like to see my daughter raped? Now, my daughter was sat right next to me at the time and my daughter is also for all intents and purposes his grandchild after trying to settle the situation by telling him that I thought that was a silly way of talking about it and telling him it was a preposterous question to ask me he kept on insisting that we go through this scenario or I think about this scenario to the point where I left my, lost my temper uh, unless left the um, the restaurant, I did. I, there wasn't an outburst. I just got up very quickly, yeah. walked out because basically, that's my coping strategy. If I'm getting at the point where I know that my anger is going to be uncontrollable, I stand up and I remove myself from the situation and I take some time to gather my thoughts, which I did. Unfortunately, my mum came out, and I think I might have said to her, I, "I I'm finished with him. I've had it with that small-minded, angry, bigoted, old racist bastard." might have been roughly what I suggested to her, which she wasn't overly pleased about. Um, but eventually I calmed down. I went in and continued the meal. <laughs> Didn't particularly enjoy myself. But yeah, I mean, essentially the long and the short of it is I, I'm basically at this point refusing to, to have anything to do with him, but also trying to work out how we then get a world where Scarlet still gets to see both grandparents because I don't want Scarlet to lose out in all of this. And how I still get to see my mum from time to time. So we're in a kind of sticky, sticky situation at the moment where we're sort of trying to work out what life looks like. I mean, fortunately, he is very small minded. He's quite cruel about people. Um, generally doesn't have a good thing to say. His, his main topics of conversation are about stupid things other people have done. Yeah. But it's like, you know, to a point, you kind of like, you don't want it. Oh, he's an old guy. You know, and everyone's stupid, so that's that's what it is. So I'm kind of I don't have to be around that anymore. So it's, I feel 
I feel like I've kind of won. <laughs> in theory, we'll outlive all of them. So it's... Yeah, I've got no confidence in that at all, Nick. Oh, oh okay. <laughs> I wish I hadn't brought that up, because I'm, I'm convinced I'm going to make my mum one of those mums who goes to their son's funeral. No. That makes me quite sad. Don't make me go to I'm your really funeral. Glad That's not natural. I'm glad. How do you know you're not die first? Well, because you seem really confident about your... Or my mum might live for a ridiculously long time. Ridiculous. Um, I just need to check some... Dave, production Dave, have we got any music that you can put as a bed over that store? If if we get enough money on Patreon. <laughs> okay, because there are a few bits where I think if there were some low chords to, to forbo- for foreboding, it would really make the story pop, pop. Patreon, pop we don't have the money. Okay. Aren't there places you can get music free? Nothing good. Okay. Why okay, the, well, we're stuck with that. Why now. is there an invisible uh, naked man pretending to uh, operate a production desk in I my would, bedroom? I would like to propose to you that this is confusing because, A, how can you know he's naked if he's invisible? B, how do you know that the mixing desk isn't there, the production desk isn't there, because mm. it might be invisible? Yeah. Or can you see invisible things all of a sudden, James? Answer me that. I know he's naked because I very saw, uh, very clearly saw the imprint of a penis being pushed into the side of your cheek a moment ago. That's so, you're so rude. Are we definitely on the right side? Yeah, setting? we are. God, I'm It's taken you, it's taken you half an hour to ask me if I put it on the right side. I've been worried about it the whole podcast. Fuck you, it's on exactly the same settings it was when I recorded with Jane. Not this last Thursday. I... No, actually this last Thursday. <laughs> I... Yeah, I mean, that's awful. But on the op- uh, on the upside of things, I've now got a PS4, so yeah. um, uh, I'm James Mom, so do friend me. And uh, patreon.com forward slash TOTP. Yeah, you're only allowed to you're only allowed to friend me if you're on Patreon. That's um, not true. I've only got four friends, I want more. So I but what's interesting about that is because I know that because because Scott, like even if the, there's this uh, the, the impact of propaganda or like the current culture of uh, dehumanizing people and, mm-hmm. and and stuff like that that makes it so easy to be like that well, about spe- other races especially when it you know you have people consuming that information who are already imprinted with a sense of white privilege yeah. Because they grew up in an age where white privilege was still a very real thing, which they actively enjoyed. He lived in Africa, you know, he's someone who's travelled, so he's, you know, he's been in Africa towards the end of empire, you know, when, when black so people... So that would be 1980. <laughs> yeah, um, or the 70s. No, no, empire came out 1980. Oh, Christ. <laughs> <laughs> he, as he's told me on more than one occasion, he's had... He had um, essentially servants who called him Buana. Right, so... Like in the movies! So, um, so yes, there's clearly white privilege there. There's a lot of uh, racism ingrained into the culture. Mm. The part of that story that I think probably shocked you the most while it was happening, and that mm. certainly shocked me when I first read about it on Twitter, mm. is what he was able to say about... Mm-hmm. And I really do think it's able mm. to, not just yeah. what he said, but what he was able to say mm. about your daughter yeah. and 
then when I oh, found no, out that, that's that it was in front of what her, flipped my lid, yeah. Um, is kind of the the feels like as bad as the attitudes are. That's the worst mm. part. Mm. But it it the then I started thinking about it a little bit, and it's just that's bordering on like a dissociative break, because yeah. I think the reason it seems disgusting to us is that we're clear headed enough to think he's actually talking about a little girl who's mm. right here, actually here. So that is actually his granddaughter. Yeah. But, like, I don't, I mean, I don't know, but I suspect that to him, it was just a completely, abs- perfectly justified, completely abstract thing that, like, to him, and I said this about it when we were talking about mm. it before, that the reason he was able to say the unthinkable mm-hmm. was because in his head he was thinking, well, it is fucking unthinkable. That's why yeah. that's why we've got to talk about it because it's a credible mm. threat. So yeah, you might not like hearing about it, James, but if if you don't, then that's what you're putting her at risk of. That mm. sort of dissociative yeah. break where it becomes okay. And and we're talking about people who I'm just chunking in a whole group of people who like there'll be lots of things you're not allowed to talk about at dinner, maybe, or mm-hmm. not not allowed to. But there'll be certain like. I always find it weird. I never know where the line is. So I was surprised to find I couldn't talk about those. I couldn't talk about bloody bogeys no, in, I f- in certain settings. I find discussions involving blood at the dinner table yeah. hard to take because they make me feel queasy. Even when we've been talking, you we might talk about farting or something like, like that, which is little bogeys. bits of poo. Yeah, and it's, no, it, it's it's the screams of trap poos. The what? <laughs> it's the screams of trapped poos. That is beautiful. Well, I, That's not, actually like it's not, poetic. It's not original thought on my part, Nick. So is it not? I love I, it though. I read it somewhere. Um, but so and at, at, at the I, earlier on in the show, I was saying that, and obviously this is what I was thinking about mm. that the people who say you can't, I imagine part of the reason he was digging in was because he felt like. It, somehow anyone reacting to what he was saying was political correctness gone mad and you can't say anything yeah, anymore. Possibly. But those people are the people who are the most butthurt when mm. you say something that they don't agree with. Like, it's very much um, a friend of mine and he explained his position on it um, and I kind of understand what he was getting at uh, was talking about the, the Dark Tower, the, uh, the Stephen King books mm-hmm. that are being made into films. And there's a character in it. The main character is going to be played by Idris Elba. And he's always traditionally been seen as a Clint Eastwood, like man with no name style character. So, of course, there are loads of... We know these people. There are going to be loads of people who are really, yeah, that's amazing, Idris Elba in anything. And at the same time, there are going to be people who are like, that was clearly a white character and that's a typical that they're making it mm. a black character. And um, a black actor, and Stephen King's fine with it. Like he's happy because Idris Elba's mm-hmm. fucking awesome. My friend, once he explained it, clear it, it became apparent that the the thing he was fixating on was that he one of the one of his favorite characters in the whole series is this story starts hopping around through times and universes, and at some point this character from this unknowable sort of desert landscape that's kind of like our world in the future but isn't ends up 
stuck with this uh, uh, disabled black racist woman from the 60s and there's lots of interaction where he, she's specifically calling him out on racism and stuff and and it seems that that was the character that my friend finds way more interesting and he really liked that stuff okay and so for him he's going at it from that really frustratingly geeky point of view of well that was my favorite thing and how can it but that was the bit that was for yeah. me sacrosanct and they can't really do that now and they can't i've heard other people sort of say that and it does make that same racial interest but he did and it isn't it isn't a red flag for me necessarily but it is something that i always my eyebrow always goes up and i'm like hmm really he did refer to his uh and i think he knew what he was doing when he said it but he pithily referred to his um i'm not racist but card oh wow and having to you know i i don't want to have to play it after never but blah 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 and i think he kind of knew that it was loaded but then um he was talking about how it becomes impossible to even discuss and he was talking about a specific discussion he'd seen about how it's impossible to even discuss these things uh because people was talking about this on the stephen king mm. page on facebook and were being called racist just for suggesting it and i was like and this is because of you actually james i think good um, I was like, well, I think that enough people are racist about this that it's okay that that just this once, if people are assuming it mm. wrong. Um, and we had a bit of a discussion about that. But like, there was this feeling whenever I hear anyone say, you can't talk about anything. We've broken discussion. You can't do this. You can't do that. I'm like, well, but we are having this discussion. We're literally saying it in a public, relatively public forum. Mm -hmm. We can say whatever the hell we want. Mm. Um, but at the same time, white, middle class, white men specifically mm. tend to be the ones who are most bent out of shape when I, things aren't quite going I, their way. Well, that's it. And I guess yeah. essentially you can't say anything you want anymore. Argument is I can't say what I want anymore and people feel obliged to agree with me because it's part of the social contract. Well, yeah. Because, I, I, I think mean, we've more, No, and I think what it's about is more people are prepared to say, no, you're fucking wrong and, and talk down their arguments. I think that's what it's all about is people are shouting back, aren't they? Our Prime Minister mm. felt perfectly comfortable yeah. talking about uh, refugees like they weren't even oh, real people well, yeah. and hasn't yeah, faced it, any sort of comeback no, because for it, it plays really what it plays to the trump crowd yeah. it plays to the farage crowd but it it all speaks but to who the, are they you know <laughs> well and 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 actually ukip's whole platform mm. well part a, a big part of ukip's platform <coughs> is you can't you can't say this stuff they're so brave because mm. they're just saying this stuff mm. and it's like but they're literally getting away with saying this or, stuff or over you, and you, over again. Or do you think what they're saying is, actually what I want to be is really properly overtly racist and I'm not allowed and I'm really pissed off about I that? I don't. You see, I still kind of at my core think that most people, when... And I, it's unlikely to be the case with... Because it's, it sounds like uh, the air that the family member you're talking about got mm. to breathe as a younger man was quite rarefied. There is a there is a possibility that once you have had dark skinned servants 
Well, not serve it. It becomes or whatever. It becomes quite difficult. Or you've been in a culture where the white man is seen as is treated as exceptional and stuff yeah. like that. When you've actually lived through that, it becomes more difficult mm. to grow past it and give it up. But I choose to believe that the vast majority of people who are casually racist and and uh, and who sort of believe tacitly that you can't say anything mm. and people you can't say anything without people saying you're racist and stuff like that they are responding to change um which is always scary whatever side of it you're on mm-hmm. and at the same time responding to the fact that people are exploiting them for feeling that way and most of them actually are all right with like people mm-hmm. of different races they might say awkward things at the dinner table with their children mm. not to the extent that you're talking about uh, they might say awkward things at the table, but for the most part, their heart does go out when they hear mm-hmm. about a disaster in Indonesia, yeah. or you know, they 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 mm-hmm. are when they see as disgusting as I think, mm-hmm. you know, you know my opinions on like uh, Live Aid and stuff like that, mm-hmm. my conflicted opinions about that song, but it's not like when they look at the footage and stuff, they just don't see people. They do understand that we are all people sort of mm-hmm. thing. It's just that it's their privilege that's being attacked rather than mm-hmm. anything else. So it's kind of um but I mean, yeah, that's there's a there's a disassociation going on with being able to say what he said. And that I find pretty extreme. Ultimately though, I'm gonna end up with more PlayStation time. Yeah, is, I mean that's the important yeah, thing, definitely. really. Um, oh. I think I think I think we need to go I think you're, we've left your family damaged. Any work that I could have possibly done to make my... Si- like if my family listened, I've, I've ruined that as well. We're out on these little bubbles with just our immediate family and our mm. children, we're which doing, is really where we started the whole We're doing recaps now, are we? We're doing no. recaps. No. Will you say, cheat day return to Nottingham, please? No. Don't toy with my cold. That's so mean. <laughs> I don't deliberately force the recording to go on past your tablet starting to really kick in so I can hear you drowsy. Yeah, that's fantastic. Why w- don't I do that? <laughs> we'll we do it one day because I will probably just fall asleep. I mean, that's the... <laughs> do you not go into a sort of a semi-dream state beforehand? Oh, yeah, I hallucinate like fuck some nights. Yeah, We I'll need to do that. Be thinking I'm doing all... But it's kind of like when I'm alone on my tent, I'll hallucinate when I'm like stumbling. I do start... If I have to get out of bed, though, it's brilliant. It, like, I literally bounce off the walls. It's um, it's quite a thing. Uh, so anyway, thank you for listening, listener. Yeah, thank you. Bye bye. Do Patreon us. <laughs>